Hello and welcome to episode four of Daytime Drinking. Uh, we're joined here with uh, Pav. Hello. And Harlan. Hey guys. And once again, we're here to uh, test our beers that we brought. So we've each brought two beers. Yep. And yeah. Can I go first? Go for it. All right, so I, uh, I've gone for an Klingon Blonde mm-hmm. and a Limburg Sea Bitter, which is a wheat beer. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Country, Belgium. I'm still on the Belgian hive. Um, so, um, I, I've gone pretty uh, local with mine, so uh, two uh, breweries based in Nottingham. I've got Let the Juice Loose by Black Iris Brewery and by Neon Raptor Ghost Twins IPA. Not bad, not bad. And I have gone for Old Fashioned Lemonade IPA from the Evil Twin Brewery. And I've also gone for, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Beavertown Bloody L. Bloody orange IPA. So I've gone for two IPAs as you can see. Yeah, very fruity as well. Change um, it up from the stouts and the sourness. Well, on, on this quickly turning summer's day mm. in uh, Nottingham, we're, we're about to get very fruity. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, let's go first. I mean, Shall we start should, with. Is it like rock, paper, scissors? It? Yeah. yeah, all right. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, you yeah, win. I'll go first, yeah. 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 <laughs> Excellent. So, um, let's start with this blonde, I say. So this is uh, a blonde, and it's been brewed since, wow, 1074. It's very carbonated, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, a lot of head on that. A lot of bubbles. Initially, I'm saying... It smells lagery. It smells like left, I think. Mm. Obviously, it's blonde. Air rating for life. Every time. <laughs> Gotta do it. That's very fresh. Very fresh. It's not an over overpowering taste, but it is smooth. Mm. I'm getting like a wheat beer from it. Mm. It's definitely your typical Belgian blonde taste, I think. Like if you have the left blonde, it's quite similar to this, but this seems a bit sharper, a bit more citrusy maybe. Slightly. I can it's, it's slightly it's, feel it on my tongue. As I say, it's more of that sharp cutting through. Mm taste than the actual like lemony or limey. What percentage is it? 6.8. 6.8, that's not a bad percentage. Yeah, I think we're all quite high on our percentages today. 2%, both of mine are 7%, so. 7.2. 7.2 on one, yeah. Yeah, that's a really nice easy drink. It's a nice way to get us started. Mm. But what would you pair this with to eat? Because I don't see steak with this, no. unfortunately. I think this is maybe more seafoody, or I, can, I imagine seafoody. having a big bucket mm-hmm. of mussels with a creamy sauce and bread and yeah. this. With, yeah. Could complement it pretty well. Mm. Some nice fish, but I don't think octopus. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is octopus a fish? Octopus <laughs> is sea life, so. Sea life, yeah. Seafood. Seafood, sea, sea life. Okay. <laughs> it's not particularly a fish, it is an no. octopus. But, uh, apart from that, I would say it pretty much seems like a typical Belgian blonde. Mm. Yeah, what was it called? It was the Affligum. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, I, I do love a Belgian blonde. I love most Belgian beers, but nothing particularly special about it, I would say. They do taste it nice. It's nice. Very nice. I uh, would like to go next, because I really want to try this Lemonade IPA. The moment I saw it, I was like, Lemonade IPA? It's, it's got the, the Evil Twin Brewery. It's got to be good, so... Ooh. 
I'm expecting... Ah, there we go. Now, about this uh, beautiful Evil Twin Brewery beer, it is a refreshing drink often associated with childhood nostalgia and others a particularly cultured symbol of... Damn it, this, this writing on this background is not easy to read. <laughs> Our tasty temperature. Well-balanced IPA with sweet and sour notes of old-fashioned memories. So it's straight off the smell I'm getting. It's quite IPA. It is quite IPA. But but sweet overtones, I'd say, mm. from the smell. Hmm. I think we always say the IPAs are quite bitter, but I'm not really getting any kind of bitterness. Oh, wow. I'm getting a bit of mm. bitterness from the um, scent. Yeah. From the taste, though, I'm definitely getting bitter. But it's definitely outweighed by the sweetness. It's definitely, as the can said, sweet and sour. Mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, I just got a little top tartness mm. there. You feel the bitter, but then it quickly fades to sweetness, just very quickly. Yeah. It's nice, it's, it's different. It is, it's very lemon. It's like a limoncello. Mm. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. Leaves that sort of like, almost a little bit soury, but sweetness at the end. Mm. And this was Evil Twin Brewery. Evil Twin Brewery, yep. It's a yeah. 7% alcohol, which Good. is quite strong, but... I feel like this is something you can easily knock back. You can forget the strength because you can barely taste the yeah. alcohol in it. <laughs> you, you can't taste the strength from it at all. I, I would love to have this on a really sunny day in the oh, park walking through. It was a sunny day just yeah. earlier as well. It would have been perfect. Maybe pair it with like a little hog roast baguette. Oh, yes. Oh, that could work. Something that's yeah. nice and light to cook through a, the fatty. Yeah, if anyone's having a barbecue, yeah, this, get is, yourself, this is what you have with it. Get yourself this bad mm. Again, the smell, it's not very overpowering though, as I was expecting. I was expecting to smell much more lemon from it, but I can mainly just smell the IPA-ness. Almost a bit um, lemon sherbet-y. Mm. And I see what they're saying about like the quite classic taste, because I can imagine that this, this is what you'd have if you were... This is what lemonade was when we were having it growing up. Maybe a bit sweeter. Very traditional. Is this an English brewery, do you know, or is I this... I think they're... Are they American, Swedish maybe? or American? Swedish. Oh, maybe it says on there. Quickly double chickity check. This is, oh, Brooklyn and Boston. Brooklyn and Boston. Oh, so it's American. Wait, it says brewed for Evil Twin Brewing by Dorchester Brewing. Oh. And by 12%. Oh, sorry, it's distributed by 12%. So how does that work? So it's not brewed by... Evil Twin Brewing. But for them. Yeah. For them. By who does it say it? Dorchester Brewing from mm. Boston, Massachusetts. Very interesting. Oh, interesting indeed. I wonder if they're like the DJ Khaled of <laughs> brewers. <laughs> just brewing with everyone. They just slap their label on everything. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Very, very easy drink. Goes down very smoothly, and it does. It does just taste like lemonade. Mm. It's almost like the crabbies of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was. You definitely won't know, would you? Mm. I think uh, I like it. Yeah, I think that was a good first outing for me. I, think I, uh, I made a. I've made up for that crabbies now. I think out of the three of us, like your progression is like <laughs> I'm a fast learner. Might need to try some of their other things as well now, based on how well I like this one. Admittedly, probably not for the price, mm. as um, because it's imported. I think that can was what about six pounds. Oh yeah, it was expensive. Yeah, 
That was one of the more expensive ones I picked up. Yeah. Right. So next up for me, I'm going to go with the Neon Raptor Brewing Co. Ghost Twins, mm-hmm. uh, Nottingham based brewer. IPA hype. We should have had an IPA special. <laughs> next time we'll, we'll decide on what to do a special on them. We'll all just bring those. I love the colour of this. It's a cloudy, dark, sort of brown gold. Have you guys got a, a raptor impression that you could do? A raptor? As in a dinosaur? <laughs> what other kind of raptor is that? <laughs> Trying to a raptor communicating, mainly. When, when I do my raptor sounds, I, I, I like to I like to not just be like, ah, screaming, but like try to talk like the raptors are communicating because they used to be smarter dinosaurs. <laughs> did you get that from Jurassic Park? Yes, I did. Where else am I going to get it from? <laughs> so, um, Neon Raptor, they're Nottingham-based brewery. They actually brew in Stenton Market at the, at the minute. Um, Isn't that where that craft beer thing is going to be? Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> Oh, sorry. That's a good old beery <laughs> belch. So they started off small batch, slowly built up, and I think they started selling their small batches in 2016. And from there, I think they're just going on and on. Um, I know I've personally seen them at the Black Iris Piss Up in a Brewery. That yeah. wasn't in the brewery. Shout out Piss Up in a Brewery. Yeah. And from the can, Ghost Twins is uh, any IPA, New England IPA, with a neon raptor twist. It has a new water profile and it's fermented with carefully um, carefully ratioed yeast strains. There are no oats but this does not take away from the mouthfeel. It's very soft, drinks much lower than the ABV suggests which is 6.8. Um, this beer is super hazy with an orange glow and has been designed to be drunk as fresh as possible. That is an orange glow. It is. It's a cloudy orange glow. The, the thing is I miss the sun right now because it would be, it would look so much better with sunlight think, shining through it. I think it's almost comparable to um, Blue Moon, but much hazier mm. in colour. Mouthfeel, well, that's like the first word that comes to mind for me. It feels mm. thick. Mm. It feels really thick, yeah. It has a, it, it, it's got this... Oh, I, don't know I didn't know liquid could have such a texture. Mm. It leaves a very bitter aftertaste as well yeah. on my tongue. I'm not sure about you guys, but it's it's it's, it's almost like it's a slightly melted milkshake. Mm. Yeah, or like a beer smoothie. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, straight away the hoppy bitter punch mm. you've got with it being an IPA, and it does linger. It stays, but it's not overpowering mm. or bad tasting. I would say it's a welcome. It linger. is well. That's. That's what I was trying to say. It is welcome. Thank you very much. And it's super juicy as well. Mm. Now this is something you drink with a steak, <laughs> in my opinion. I, w- I would like to have this with a steak. Personally, I, I, it I think... It clear your palate for the next yeah, bite of the steak. I think this is something I would drink three cans of while oh. walking around a nice park or something. While <laughs> <laughs> <I>, loitering. I, <laughs> as in like Wollerton Hall or, you oh. know... Hyde Park or yeah. something like rather than just, you know... Just crushing the cans on your yeah. head when you're <laughs> Yeah. Spinning about on the uh, merry-go-round oh, or yes. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jumping off pissed on the seesaw. Of course. Yeah. 
or no, it's so juicy, but mm. very bitter aftertaste. You don't get any of the bitterness while you're actually drinking it. When you're drinking it, it's just nice yeah. and smooth, but the moment it's gone, you just have this bitterness stained on your tongue, which I feel like is the perfect opportunity to have something very flavorful introduced so you can experience it fully mm. and clearly. It's very good at maybe, clearing maybe the palate. Maybe some nice like, salty nuts or something like that. <laughs> salty nuts in your mouth. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Chocolate salted balls, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> Them sweet, sweet chocolate salty balls. Mmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stick them in your mouth and suck yeah. them. <laughs> Quite a while ago, like, me and Alex, Alex actually tried to make chocolate salty balls. And we like listened to the song for the recipe <laughs> and wrote down all the ingredients. And how did they turn out? What the chocolate and salty? They were chocolatey and salty. <laughs> you know what, to be fair, every time I heard that song, I wanted to make them myself. I was like, I, at some point I gotta I do would, this. I wouldn't eat them again, but it was fun making them. But what, yeah, it was a legendary song too. I think it's just an all around really nice IPA. Mm. It's, it's not too hoppy. It's, it's not, not too hoppy, it's not too overpowering. Yeah. It's um, a very nice drink. And I've got to say, like, like it says in the can, I really don't think you would necessarily think it's a 6.8%. Mm. No. This might be, I would say like three or four percent because mm. it is not strong enough for you to think that. And it's so thick as well, and I can't believe they've got that from no oats either. Mm. Yeah, how do they do that? Wizards, man. What are they doing over there, Raptor? <laughs> they obviously figured out how to make Raptors from DNA and then are using their blood as part of the ingredients. I've got to say, shout out to Neon Raptor though, I have had their. Uh... Coconut porter before, all right. and that was absolutely delicious. Absolutely, mm. I wanted to keep on drinking it all night, but you feel a bit guilty not trying out all of the other breweries mm. when you're at a little beer festival and whatnot. Sounds like something we'd have to have on the show at some point because coconut. I like the sound of that. Mm. Come June time, daytime drinking is going on road. And and what, all right. why do you like the sound of coconut? Because coconut is amazing. And I am a coconut myself, mate. <laughs> the most coconut of all coconuts. I'm not sure what you are. Like, I think if we were to cut you open, you wouldn't be white. You'd just be like digital or something. I, I, you know what? Yeah, I, I, like, I'd totally be digital. A massive dragon would just like fly out or something. Nah, a giant, obviously. Or a giant. I prefer giant dragons. Just, uh, the more I've been spending time learning about Dungeons and Dragons monsters, I prefer giants to dragons. I literally have no idea what would happen if we cut you open. There'd be a lot of blood and intestines and just guts everywhere. That's one of the things. Not buying it. <laughs> Do you think I'm a robot? I think you're like a mythical being. <laughs> someday, someday. <laughs> I prefer to think of myself as a clusterfuck of things that don't belong together. Uh, that's true for a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, it's probably an apt description of, of everyone. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're special. <laughs> Everyone's a unicorn. I'm not talking I'm special. I'm a unicorn. I, I was going to say, luckily, we all know that we are special. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're very unique. Yeah. Everyone is unique, especially you. <laughs> but I'm only unique. You're the most unique. I'm the most right? unique. Yeah, definitely the most unique. Uh, that's got that quote from uh, Stanley's Parable. Oh, I'm, I haven't been with. on that game yeah. in five years. I'm waiting, to, the, for, I'm for, waiting the, for the achievement. Yeah. I'm going to wait till 2019 to actually go yeah. on it because I don't actually remember when I went on it last. Yeah. All I know is if I wait till 2019, I get the achievement. What's I, the achievement? Don't play the game for five years. Yeah. So you have to not play for five years. Not play it for five years. Play it. Okay. I've, I've seen a lot of people who change their... Uh, no. Do it the real way. Do it. Talk, yeah. 
I remember doing it on Fable 3. Oh yeah. Yeah. Speeding up time and getting all that money from yeah. the houses. Yeah, getting that rent money. <laughs> Red Where's money, my baby. money, bitches? <laughs> Make it rain. I've been away for 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy every house. Ah, yeah. oh, that was a good game. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> and then your kids just wander off. Oh, well. Every time. Anyway. While we uh, have this break, I'm going to do a quick pop 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 plug. I've got five strangers who I'm going to be playing D&D with. I'm going to be running their little game. It should be good. Is this a 5e roleplay? 5e roleplay, bro. No, no nobody has decided to go homebrew. They've all used official stuff, which I'm slightly happy about because homebrew, last time I did a game, my mates all wanted homebrew stuff, and it's a pain. Yeah, it's especially for, for the GM, because you like, just have to learn all of the... Th- we had a mouse folk, and I was like, the fuck? How big was he? Like, two feet, two feet tall. That seems too big for a mouse folk. That seems like a giant mouse folk. <laughs> he is literally just a giant mouse. What's your D&D podcast called, if you're going to play it properly? It is going to be called The Tales from Qatar, which is the name of the world. Uh, Tales from Qatar. I got the name after playing Stellaris and was randomly generated for my first race that I made, which was a bunch of robot people called the Qatar Databank. Or Qatar something. No, the Qatar Interface. Which also is a great game. I highly recommend that. But I believe it is time. It's time for the Limburg Zvita. Get An authentic Belgian wheat beer. So the other one was that a wheat beer or was that something else? That was a gold beer, a blonde. It was a blonde. It was a blonde, but it had very wheatiness to it. I can see shh, bits of smoke. <laughs> you can tell the alcohol Shut taken up. effect when I can't stop talking. <laughs> Now this my, looks amazing. My, my, my granddad, being this like really smart mathematician, actually wrote a paper on the perfect angle to pour a beer at. Is it not 45 degrees? I thought it was 45 degrees. I, I can't remember what it was. but you know. have to find a conclusion to that paper. Yeah, but no, it was all like if you'd rinsed it in water as well and what effect that would have mm. on it. And I think one of the keys I found is rinsing it out. Yeah, because I'll let you finish actually. Well, no, no, I mean, you can go into the, the science or whatever, but... <laughs> Every time I've been to Belgium, mm. you go to a bar and you know, like the upside down um, yeah, like jet. rinse, yeah, mm. jet, but a lot of uh, cocktail places used to rinse yeah. out the cocktail shakers. If you go to a Belgian bar, they do that before they pour your beer. All right. And I think it obviously just helps with, even though they love their fucking head over there, don't they? But yes, the science behind it, which I know because I did too much science, is uh, it's the surface tension. Uh, not, not the surface tension, but the actual surface, when it's dry, it uh, creates a lot more bubbles because it's a lot uh, porous, a lot more porous, yeah. and it has more areas to latch onto to create the bubbles. Yeah. Whereas when it's been wet and liquidated, liquidated yeah. and moisturized, it is the porous areas have been sort of covered, so it's less likely to create the bubbles yeah. and less likely to have those spots where it catches yeah. on. Because I remember um, hearing that basically like champagne. If you had a perfectly smooth, which is pretty much impossible, but a perfectly smooth glass, it wouldn't bubble. Mm, there'd be no bubbles. Because the bubbles form on the impurities, the, um, the, the that's what they catch and on to. in the, yeah. the glass. But yeah. So this is the, the, the whip there? Yes. The smell of it, I can't discern what I'm smelling really. It's that, it's that quite spiced sort of, again, I know with, I'm going, the Belgian beers, I'm talking about the big ones, mm. but again, this smells like Ho Garden. Oh God, and being yeah. a, a Belgian with beer. <laughs> um, mm. 
It's not a very overpowering smell, but it's it's nice. That's a lot of smell. But the colour again. Yeah. We need to talk about the colour. It's a, a nice yellowy gold. Very yeah, a white. White. Yeah. Y- yellowy white. Yellowy white, clouded, but still it yeah, looks great. I think it looks like lilt. Actually, you know what? It does. Yeah. It does look like lilt. I was trying to figure out where have I seen this before. It's lilt. I can't remember the last time I had a lilt. We had it like maybe a year ago. Last time. It's not the lilt though. Personal. There it is. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I've got to say maybe it's just because I don't have refined taste, but <laughs> it tastes a hell of a lot like her garden. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's refreshing. It's not overpowering. I can sort of still taste it on my tongue, mm. but it is going away quite quickly. It's not very carbonated at all, is mm. it? It's very smooth when you're drinking it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a beer garden, summer beer garden drink. Mm. Something you could just sit there and keep drinking because it's not mm. too powerful. The yeah. alcohol itself doesn't taste too strong. Would you say that the whole garden has this like level of paleness? Because I think... Yeah. So I think with German wheat beers, they're not that pale, are they? They tend to have a bit more colour to them. But again, this is sort of a Belgian wheat, isn't it? I'm I'm not 100% sure, but Mm -hmm. I imagine this has a lot less wheat than, say, a um, Hefeweiss. Yeah. All right. Hmm. I don't know for sure. I think this might be the lowest percentage that we've had today. This is a 5.5, yeah. All right. 5%. I like it though. It's it's really nice. There's something that I, I don't know how to describe it. It's not a bitter taste. It's not really a sweet taste, but there's this residue of flavour sitting on my tongue, which is very pleasant. It's I've got to say I I really need to find out what it is. But a mm. lot of Belgian beers have that just that slightly spiced yes taste. That's that's what I'm feeling. I think it, it feels I like it, it. it feels like it's a slight mixture between almost like cardamom, cinnamon. Um, yes. But, I feel like I've got yeah. bubblegum residue in my mouth right now. That sort of yeah. thing. I don't know if that's actually like juicy fruit. <laughs> juicy fruit. No, like 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 literal bubblegum flavored bubblegum sort of little hint in my mouth. Maybe it's just my taste buds being weird. <laughs> Can't say I'm particularly getting the bubblegum, but it's sort of like diluted mulled wine esque mm. spice yeah. mm. to it. It's interesting to smell it. Again. Uh, I've, really I've, I've got to say, I've not, I don't think ever found a Belgian beer I don't like. Mm. And it's lovely. Again, I don't think anything massively special, but by the looks of it, it's a very traditional Belgian beer. 150 think, years in the making, apparently. 150 years in the making. In copper and barrels. You can tell, and, and I can see that. <laughs> no, not barrels, <laughs> copper, you know, the big barrels, things. that would yeah. be a problem. <laughs> they use the uh, kettles, is it? Kettles, yeah. I can see why it's been around for that long. You know what? I like it. Every Belgian mm. beer we've had has been good. It's not been Ooh, special, but it has been good. Are we ready for the uh, Beaver, Beaver Town Blood L Blood Orange IPA? I'm very, very ready for this. Oh, I wasn't expecting the colour to be like that. That's a very different colour than what I was ready for. I was expecting expecting a lot more orange (laughs) right here. I was just like, this is going to be so orange. It's made of blood orange. How could it not be? There you are. 
possibly retains the flavour without the colour. Well, if it doesn't retain the flavour, I'll be very disappointed. Can't call it blood orange if it doesn't have actual blood orange flavour to it. Yep, that's an IPA. You know what, I think I'm getting pretty good at spotting IPAs, not gonna lie. Just think... does it smell incredibly of hops. <laughs> yeah. I do like the hoppy smell though. And you know what? I never thought about drinking IPAs when I first started drinking, and I was like, what is an IPA? <laughs> Sounds terrible. Rum all the way. But now oh. IPAs are really nice. I'm definitely getting orange from the smell of it though. Oh yeah, there's orange in there. Mm. That citrusy mm. flavour hint is in there. Oh. Now, this is a, uh, a smack of citrus with hints of warm blood orange aroma brought on by refined malt bale and loads of juicy hops. All hail blood ale. It's a 7.2%. It's uh, extra pale. And uh, the hops used are Columbus, Citra, Simcoe and Amarola. And apparently it's vegan friendly. There's a little spot that says vegan and yes, <laughs> so... Awesome. Pretty sure most alcoholic beverages should be vegan friendly though. Do you fancy a vegan challenge? I'd rather not. Vegan for a month? I, but I like meat. I, I think the hardest thing for me about the vegan challenge, I don't think it would be meat, it would be cheese. <sighs> Pizzas. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it would be ice cream for me. <gasps> I, I really don't think I could go a month without cheese. <laughs> Have cheese flavored things, right? Like, as long as it doesn't have dairy. Cheese and onion crisps. <laughs> but I've got to say, this this thing entirely hmm. coats my mouth in an amazing orangey citrus. Like, it just completely um, hmm. films my mouth. Not not in a horrible way. In a pleasant, very pleasant enjoyable. way. And it's not really got that much bitterness, like um, say the Ghost Twins had. I'm not getting much of the orangeness though. I'm getting a hint of bitterness, but it's not overpowering, which is mm. nice. But I'm not really tasting the, the citrus towards the end of it. I don't get it when I'm drinking it, but I get it as like a after effect, after taste. Hmm. I, I can get I think, citrus. I think very much if you air it in your mouth, like I don't think we can. You this know what? Like... <laughs> I think I'm gonna aerate it. <laughs> Everybody should be aerating. Aerating is for the way. I mean, just with a little bit left in your mouth, just sort of like open your mouth and suck in. I think you definitely get that orange. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I found it. It's nice. <laughs> it is very nice. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Also, funny story about I was hanging out with my mate yesterday. We were just catching up, hanging out as we do every Friday, and I was telling about our podcast. Mm. And then I told him how I always aerate drinks. He was mm. like, "Oh, aerate? Well, you smell it." I was like, "No, that's not aerating." And I showed him what I do with them. A Foster's. That's uh, <laughs> the only thing we had. And then he just looked at me like, you do that whenever you drink something. Like, the fuck? And I was like, well, you know, you gotta have, somebody's got to bring class to the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we forgot to mention that you have that, you know, history in wine tasting. And... History in being baller as fuck, I like to call it. <laughs> With my waistcoats I used to wear. Oh, oh there goes our PG rating. <laughs> now we're at 12A. I mean... It's literally a podcast about drinking. I don't think I'm we're ever going yeah, for that. PG. I'm pretty sure we can't be We should not be enjoying it. I think. <laughs> they, they can still listen to us enjoying alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. It's 
it's nice. It's not what I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more fruitiness to it, mm. but it's good. <laughs> you sort of got it right. How, you have to, like, going for the you have air rating now? Down, you have yeah. to face downwards so you're sucking the air up through most of the liquid. Yeah. That's the secret to aerating. You know what? I think the aerating gives it all too much flavour. It, it, <laughs> it does literally just take all the flavours and bring them out. Because what it, what you're doing is you're creating bubbles in the liquid which capture the flavour and then take those out but leave the rest of it behind. So you're literally taking parts of the flavour and just absorbing them. Did you get the orange though? Oh, yeah. Well, I've had the orange. It's, uh... yeah. I got the orange. It was lovely. But I don't know if you could use this with a meal. I feel like this is something you drink for the sake of drinking it. It's not something yeah. you have with a meal. It's just something you drink. And it's definitely a one beer. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to have a couple of these in a row. It is quite rich. It's it, very, it is very strong. It's very rich. Whereas with the Neon Raptor, where it all went down quite smoothly, with this, Take you can really time. tell... But this is a strong beer that you mm. drink very much. So. This is something you take your time drinking and enjoy. You can almost taste that alcohol evaporating off your tongue right now. Oh yeah, it. I can just feel it there, yeah. slowly disappearing, or being absorbed either way. Mm. It's very nice though. I'm glad I picked it. I'm very glad you picked it. <laughs> it's an incredible beer. Did you say you were going to go for that one or the lemonade one? Um, that, that one, the, um, the blood orange. Yeah, blood orange. Yeah, and I think, I, I believe Beavertown as well was um, opening up a couple more like bars or something, or uh, right. doing something to celebrate this beer in particular <gasps> across multiple um, bars I saw on Twitter. Nice. They were doing. It is a lovely beer. And yeah. the can itself, though. Yeah. Just the orange and red lines, the skull. Yeah. And, and hopefully uh, later this year, maybe some of us will be uh, going to the Beaverfest. Uh, down in London at the, the brewery. I want to go. So wait, when is the Beaver Fest exactly? What was the it's date on it again? Se- September. September. So Nottingham Craft Beer thing, that's in June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peakender. Peakender? Yeah, yeah it's in August. Peakender's in August. All right. And then Beaver Town's in September. I might go yeah. to... Beaver Town as well. Beaver Town. It's, I think it's like £80. <sighs> but you get a one, a one third glass. Yeah. I think so, so it's more of like a whiskey glass looking, so it's smaller yeah, than this. Yeah, like it goes up to about there. Okay. Yeah, but it's quite wide. Yeah. And then all of the beers are free, but obviously you get a taste of each one. That sounds worth it. Yeah. We probably spent more when we went to Craft Beer Rising. Craft Beer Rising, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to Adam today, he, um, he filled in a survey yeah. for it and got a free um, case of uh, Beer 52. Oh, wow. It came free. Yes. Not that a gun. I think I was too drunk to fill out any surveys. Yeah. No, I don't think he filled it in while we were there. But uh, afterwards, yeah. email. I've got to say, that was um, a really good craft beer rising. I'll definitely go again. But next time, I think we definitely need to go to a curry house afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Curry after drinking heavily, always good. Yeah. And, and especially there's um, TripAdvisor's <laughs> top curry place there. And there's like 20 of them. It's great. They're all the best curry place in London. <laughs> Each one of them is <laughs> every single best. one. And they've all got a banner to let you know that. TripAdvisor, best curry house. <laughs> Good old Brit Mmm. Definitely a very solid fruit IPA. You look like you're full of liquid. I am full of liquid. But I can do one more before I need to go drain the tank. <laughs> The final beer of today's episode. 
It's the let the juice loose. I feel like you have to say that with a Scottish accent for some reason. Like it's a, it's it's a loose loose a bit this use. Let the juice loose uh, by Black Iris uh, Brewery, which is another brewery based in Nottingham. I've gone for a very local themed. Um, and it's a, a New England IPA. Mm. And I'm expecting it to be very juicy from the name. All right. Don't really know that much more about it. Let's see. We were talking about Nipahs not too long ago, and here we are. Mm. It's cloudy, but reminiscent of anything? Reminiscent of. I want to say just like when you're watching a cartoon and you see them with their alcohol and it's like that sort of it's depth. The stereotypical uh, golden beer. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe I'm too drunk, but I can imagine like the king being like, this is yeah. it. This, like a king is just doing like cheers. Wow. I can see why they've called it let the juice loose. That first sip was just like having a bit of like apple juice or apple and orange juice mixed together. I don't know what it was, but it was fantastic. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. That's, that's... It's got a nice juiciness to it. You are so right. Oh my god, that's <laughs> I, I, amazing. I, I, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but it's that mix of fruit juices, a bit like Umbongo. <laughs> yes. It is. But it does leave a bitter aftertaste, it's, which it's again, it is an unpleasant. Which and it's definitely nowhere near as powerful as the Ghost Twin mm. uh, bitterness was, and I think it's a little bit stronger than the Blood Orange. Yeah. But oh, it's great. Say, though. I, I really it is like really that. good. Again, it just has that clearing of the palate effect, which is great for when you're eating something that you want to be able to taste it to the fullest, mm. like steaks. So that was four pale ales that we've had today. Yeah. There's only one person who didn't get pale ales. <laughs> I was a team down. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't expecting there to be that many pale ales. I would have bought my black IPA had I known that this was going to be an IPA. <laughs> Just bought a stout to I, ensure victory. I, I did see a couple of stouts and I was sort of like, do you know what? I think I've won the last two episodes technically with a stout. So I would just... I was so um, tempted to get yeah. a stout. Like, yeah. The amount of stouts they had, I was like... Oh, <gasps> I, I, I saw a brew cabin where I got the beers from. Um, and what, and yeah, and myself as well. They still had um, a couple bottles of the uh, Elusive Brewery, the artist formerly known as Chocolate Brown Imperial I Stout. I saw that. I wouldn't have blamed you bringing that twice. <laughs> that, I, admit, I would have bought it yeah, just for my own drinking. I mm. very nearly bought another one. Oh my God. The moment yeah. I saw that, I was like... If I bring this, I know I've won, but it's too good. I don't think that's not too good. Yeah, I, I don't think we can particularly do what <laughs> again, especially with the variety of beers out there. But back to this, um, let the juice loose, which has an awesome artwork. Oh yeah, um, the gorilla. Very distinct for the black iris. Their artwork. I'm not sure who the artists they get involved with it, but I really like it. But it's uh, yeah, a big uh, King Kong esque gorilla with a banana. <laughs> It's a beautiful, I, I, and I've seen a lot of um, hubbub on Twitter about this particular beer as well. A lot of uh, local bars getting it in. Mm. I've got to say, this will go down very well. Again, still quite strong, six point five percent, I believe. Mm. But yeah. it's incredibly fruity. It's not overly powerful. No, it has a nice fruitiness to it. The bitter aftertaste is. Mm enjoyable which you know what i never thought i'd say bitter aftertaste was enjoyable kev gray kev gray 
looks to be the artist. So big shout out to Kev Gray. Just such a distinctive artwork. Yeah, that think, sticks in your mind. I remember seeing that yeah. in the shop and thinking, I really like you, but I want these instead, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think really good breweries just tend to have this link up with an incredible artist. Mm. Like Beaver Town, they've got that really oh, yeah. definitive artwork. Mm. Even as far as, say, like Brooklyn Brewery, obviously they've got their very bold, distinctive artwork, mm. and that was created by the um, I Love New York artist. Alright. Yeah. Mm. Apparently you get some free drink there. Whenever he goes, because he did the artwork for oh, that logo. I'm getting a phone call. Sorry guys. Sorry. Hey Bomb. <laughs> well, it looks like we have a special guest star on today's episode of Daytime Drinking. <laughs> Mama Crafty. Mama Crafty. <laughs> Mama Crafty. <laughs> she told me everything I know about crafty. Which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Really. Now, why did we leave off? <laughs> so we, we were we're tasting um, let the juice loose. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't know if we've got a couple of more things to say, but obviously we'll finish up and then we'll uh, rank. I'm not sure if I have much else to say. It's just it's good. It's all yeah. I can say. Should we go and give it one last aeration? <laughs> why not? Why not? Always give it one last aeration. I was actually quite amazed at what difference it makes. I feel like you... Mm. The flavours hit you a lot harder. It's more than just looking fancy. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's going to say that, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wasn't going to label that looking fancy. Aww. Slightly sick. Did you have a little bit of an this is just a standard day on, on daytime drinking. Yeah, just a busy old standard day. What up? What's going on? Yeah, yes. Can we? Can we please? What? what <laughs> try what, one of those on the what, show. What? What beers have you brought, Cameron? I brought some uh, good old fashioned desperado. Good old fashioned desperado. Mm. Classic. That tequila flavored yeah, 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 beer. Tequila infused. No, I think flavored. <laughs> there, there's no real tequila in there. I'm pretty damn sure. All right, right. then. So, so ranking. Yep, so um, we're going to rank. Um, but this, quick, is, this is difficult, I'm sorry. But... So, sorry, a, a quick rundown again of, of the beer. So we've got the Let the Juice Loose by Black Iris, Ghost Twins by Neoraptor. We've got the uh, Blonde by Elfligen. Mm. And the, the Wit by Limbrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belgian. Uh, Beef Town Brewery, the Bloody Owl, Blood Orange IPA and the incredibly lively Evil Twin Brewery Old Fashioned Lemonade IPA. Right. So, this is, this is very difficult. This might yeah. be the hardest one we've ever done. They were all very close, <gasps> all very close. I will say, I mean, Neon Raptor, I think stuck out the most for myself. I liked the, the mouthfeel. It it the, the way it felt I, I, when you were I, drinking I, it. I was actually going to say, for me, it's, it's close between the Lemonade IPA and the Ghost Twins, mm. in my opinion. I, I would say Ghost Twins, Ghost, Ghost Twins. then Lemonade. Yep. That, that's what I would say. So we're going for the Neon Raptor Ghost Twins as the number place. one. I personally think Lemonade. IPA. IPA. It was what really good. It was really good. I'm putting it at number two for sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. Lemonade IPA number two. Now, third spot though. Third spot. The, the, the problem is, both of the Belgian beers, they were good, but they weren't anything special. I'm putting yeah. Bitter at number three. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I will be in the top three. <laughs> I don't see it happening. I'm sorry. I, I, they were I'm, both good. I'm, but they didn't I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm a bit um, a bit biased. A bit biased, <laughs> but I think let the juice loose. <laughs> and number three. <laughs> I think, what, what do you guys think? What do you think? Blue let orange. The, let the juice loose is good, but. Yeah, the citrusiness of uh, bloody orange IPA, yeah. you know. I wish that we'd kept some aside nice. so we could have like a last minute taste. Yeah. Last minute, quick, like okay. There's not enough in each, though, is there? I, I mean, you're the deciding vote in this. What are you thinking? Do you feel between juices loose? <laughs> yeah. Which one did you prefer? I prefer the bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-way tie. They're all number three. They're all number three. Now I'm going to try and buy some influence here. Yeah, I'll give you this. Oh, my infants for later. So that's the beef town that um, <laughs> bloody hell, bloody hell. I think that's definitely. I'll give you that as a four. Yeah, four. So let, let the juice loose be number four. Definitely number four. Then I don't know. I think I preferred um, the the wit. The personally. wit was was, <laughs> yeah. was the uh, yep. So go for um, the Limbrews uh, wit. Mm-hmm. Probably absolutely trash in that pronunciation. Um, and then the Afligem blonde. And I've got to say, they were all great. They're though. definitely not in last place because they're bad. Toughest one, yeah. Did, didn't want to put last. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just a quick uh, rundown again. We've got the Neon Raptor Brewing Co. with Ghost Twins in first place. We've got Evil Twin Brewing, Old Fashioned Lemonade IPA in second. Uh, coming up in third is the Beaver Town Bloody L Blood Orange IPA. In fourth place is the Let the Juice Loose Black Iris. Um, coming up in fifth is Limbrew's Wit, and last of all, but by no means least, is the Afligem Blonde. Everyone's a winner. Yep. <laughs> Again, a great it was selection of beers. Uh, I think this is our best, best yet. selection. Best, definitely. yeah, definitely the best. And we didn't yet. even have a stout. Yeah. <laughs> no stout. No, no stout. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no stout. <laughs> Alright, I think for next yeah. week, should we all pick a certain type of drink? Because we always had all the same. Almost. 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 So what what we feeling for next week? Shall we go with uh, Indian ales? We just did the Indian ales. Oh, was this the (laughs) IPA, of course. I mean, do we want to have a stout off? I think we need to hide up the stout off. The stout off come later. I think that's like... Yeah. The Star Wars is like WrestleMania. Yeah. That is the main event. I don't know. <laughs> American <laughs> pale ales, because like, we haven't yeah, had American, too many no, Americans. I have with the pale ales. No, as I say, admittedly, I think it's going to be hard, sort of like we just said amber, I think it's going to be hard to find six different sort of like... Six different good ones. Saisons, yeah. Saisons? What is Saisons? Well, you'll find yeah. out when you buy two Saisons. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we're going to decide, and you'll find out uh, next week um, on Daytime day, day, Drinking. Day, 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 day. So, yeah, catch you on the next round. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. See you later. <laughs>